Aren't you about tired of listening to sports shows with all the woke bullshit? So are we. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports, from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it. Like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. And now, here's Eric, Angela, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Glad to have you with us. And thank you for all those reviews, subscriptions, all these things you're liking. It all adds up to something. Chris is here making the engine go, making sure the show works. John's got a sweet headband. Angela's having a good hair day despite the humidity. And Coach, I don't know. He's got his settings perfect. Coach, dialed in. I am. I'm dialed in. I'm doing good. Oh, you hear that? Doing good. It's a dialed in audio coach. sex <laughs> for our enjoyment. There you yep. go. We have a great show as always. We got some news in the world of baseball, NBA, football, of course, and we'll take a look at the evolution of the Stanley Cup, plus some MMA, kind of. But we have to start with the sub. Sports podcast or not, we have to start with the sub because it's all anyone is talking about. So we'll get the sub out of the way. Then we'll hit the other sports. Of course, I'm talking about the subpoena of Hunter Biden's been. No, I'm kidding. Tune into Patriots <laughs> Petticoats for your Hunter Biden coverage. Um, Hourly. On here today. Say that to bring up the ill-fated submarine that imploded on its way down to see the Titanic. Did you know one man was supposed to go and changed his mind the last minute? Chris Brown, adventurer. I didn't know there were so many people who call themselves adventurers out there in the world until now. He signed up in 2017. That's how far these things are backlogged. He said there were too many risks that were out of my control, and I didn't like the way they were being approached by the company. They had set target depths, and they continued to miss them, and he was also put off by the Xbox controller. He said it didn't come across as a professional diving operation to him, so in 2018, he withdrew his deposit. He said he takes no joy in the fact that, you know, he happened to pull his deposit and not go. But he's, that's a real final destination situation. I'd be afraid to leave the house. It's also oh a weird God. flex. I feel like a lot of guys <laughs> right now, a lot of douchebags are saying, yeah, I had the 250K. I, uh, right. I backed out at the last minute. Yeah. It didn't look safe. <laughs> okay, Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast. Nice yeah, I was invited. Didn't get it. My research. Yeah, did my independent research. Did you know that sub is wired to play the Titanic soundtrack? No way to go out. No. (laughs) You are joking, right? Uh, No, I read it in multiple spots, so I think it's true. I thought it was a joke. Well, I bet the licensing fee for Celine Dion really raised the price up to 250K. That's That's where we got it. Yep. Imagine she is litigious. I mean, what's the bathroom situation? Is there just a bucket? Like you're down there for a while. Okay, I'm not the only one who was thinking about that. I'm just saying. What if I mean that includes? What if somebody just you know lets one chew in that enclosed space? (laughs) You're just like being on an airplane when somebody fogs up the bathroom in the back. (laughs) 
<laughs> the whole plane it's smells like ass. Flight. I'll be honest. <laughs> there's there's been sweaty ball sack. <laughs> more times than I'd like to admit that I have gone in and taken a dump before we've even even finished boarding the plane. Oh. <laughs> oh. You have issues, though. You have an excuse. It's all you good. Can, I have a condition. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I'm nervous. Sometimes I get nervous on airplanes. You guys ever see that stand-up bit with uh, John Mulaney? John Mulaney. Yeah. yeah, the Xanax story. It's called. Sometimes I get. You nervous. just hot boxed everybody in the plane before you guys even took off. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. That's terrible. Yeah. That is terrible. We, we, Not- when we were going to Hawaii, we got on and it was so bad. Somebody obviously did that right <laughs> as they were exiting the plane. Like and crap a lady got on, and I, I was so happy because she actually said, uh, ma'am, she stopped one of the flight attendants and was like, uh, ma'am, you got to do something about that. That is nasty. Oh we, we, we cannot do that for something has to be done. <laughs> we're looking at a long flight here. Yeah. Yeah. We're it's six and a half hours. We're fixing the clock in this. We, we got to take care of that. Early. <laughs> yeah. We got to full early and often. Yeah. Have, like emergency Bino or. A gas X or something on the plane and their little hatch. Or just yeah. Lysol bomb the bathroom and put a little caution tape over. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's College terrible. World Series. <laughs> I haven't seen much of the College World Series, but coach says it's awesome. Florida, oh, great. I, what, Florida score 15 runs today. Oh my gosh. I think they ended up winning like 24 to three or something, 21 to three. Something like that. I stopped watching it after about 24 to four. 24 to four. Yeah. But Kate thought what, it was a parody. Tomorrow, tomorrow's game. Tune in, kids, because you're going to see a guy that's MLB ready right now in LSU. They 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 punch their ticket to face their ace tomorrow. Probably the number one player overall. You'll see him on the mound, and he is legit. Does this guy have a name, or, he does or have, we'll just we'll know him when we see him? I said, does this guy, guy have a name, or will we know him when we see him? No, I mean he's the player. To he's be the one on later. the hill of dirt. Yeah, he'll be on the hill of dirt in the middle with the ball. He'll be throwing it back and forth to the catcher, and there won't be a lot of people hitting it. He's going to be that guy, probably a lanky dude, long hair. A lot of them have the long hair these days. Who's got the number one overall pick next year? Dylan Cruz. Dylan Cruz. Dylan Cruz. uh, Golden Spikes winner uh, this year. NCAA's top player. Pretty good. Nice. Do you get a sweet trophy with, like, a golden cleat? Hmm. Uh, or do you I get to wear golden spikes on I your think, cleats like a gold I think, glover? I think you do. He he's actually their their he's actually LSU's center fielder. But the 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 pitcher that I was talking to you guys about tomorrow, Cruz is a good one, and so is uh you know they ha- they have another Florida's got an all timer too, uh, a Will Langford that's pretty good. They're, you're talking about the top three. Cool. Yeah, John I said the wrong name. The My son's telling me the wrong name, but I thought it was <laughs> Will, a little but it's bit not. Of the game. But it's, anyhow, his name's Langford. There are some hefty pitchers in this series. It's, an and it's very entertaining. Oh, it's good. They've got a ton of them. There's a yep. ton of them. Who's the pitcher yeah. going tomorrow? I'm an importer, exporter. Huh? Skeens. Skeens what is about his importing? name. I couldn't remember his name, but Skeens is his name. Skeens. Huh? Paul Skeens. Paul Skeens. Anyhow, it was a great game today. Uh, Florida tied it up. So, great, great, real nail biter going into the end. So, uh, tomorrow will be good too. Tomorrow for the ship. 
Get if you were a, to gamble on this game, are you going with the pitcher? Yes. If I was if I was take if I was placing money, I would take LSU simply because the pitcher that's throwing tomorrow is MLB guy right now. Um I you know, Florida Florida will probably throw their guy too. Uh and they've got some big time arms, but but that guy is really, really tough to to deal with. Speaking of tough, Carl Ravitch had a tough one uh, during the Oral Roberts TCU game. It was top of the ninth. TCU's up 5-3. Oral Roberts batting with two on base. Again, top of the ninth inning. Kid hits a home run. Carl Ravitch, who was calling the game, then says it's a walk-off home run. Oral Roberts rallies and wins it. TCU, I should say, in a walk-off. Tom. Pat, that's right, not bottom. Three-run shot, though, puts them up top. That's what he said. It was the, t- it was the top of the ninth. It gave him a nice one-run lead. Um, they did end up winning the game, and I think he was just in a panic at that point when he realized it wasn't the bottom of the ninth, and then he just said, TCU, I should say, which didn't make a lot of sense even in the moment because Come on, Carl. Oral Roberts, Oral <laughs> Roberts hit the home run. Yeah, bro. <laughs> But yeah, if you're calling the game, it. you got to be on top of that. You got to be on top. Yeah. That, yeah. I crazy. know mistakes happen, but <clears throat> you got to really not be paying attention to really think that's the case. It's not just, oh, he just made a simple mistake. It's like, oh, he clearly wasn't paying attention. He thought, yeah. Wrong end of the inning. In other baseball follies, a New York high school baseball team lost the Section 5 Class B1 championship while celebrating what they thought was the last strike they needed to win it. Um, in the video, you can see that the kid drops the third strike and the batter takes off. I guess he didn't tag him because the umpire was right there. He leaned forward a little bit. He didn't, maybe didn't tag him. And then he apprehensively ran up to the catcher. It looks to me like the kid is already thinking about it. Like, oh shit, I hope that's an out. And then they start celebrating on the field. These two kids, well, three round the bases and uh and they have to stop celebrating and realize that's how you lost the state championship it was crazy so, i was yeah. i was like oh shit but also i was laughing my ass off because yeah. i couldn't even believe it there were a couple players on the defense who saw what was going on i think it was the center fielder ran in and was just screaming jumping up and down on the plate like hey asshole give me the ball like right. we're about to lose this baseball game, oh and then they did. Now who's that on? That's on the catcher, right? Almost entirely. The game. The catcher is in charge. Did, of did he try to just play it off like he didn't actually drop it, and it fooled he, nobody? Because yeah, of course. But also, I saw the video, and he didn't even look to the ump to like maybe, which would have been a natural reaction. Like, yep. wait, are we still yeah. alive? Yeah, it's. But also, where's the coach? I mean, every baseball coach I had was screaming anytime there was a drop, third strike, yeah. overdoing it to some degree. Oh, they live I mean, for that moment. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's their their time to shine, and they can scream at the top of their lungs. It and really happened so fast, though. None of that yeah. happened, surprisingly, yeah. uh, because this wasn't a bang-bang thing. It was, all right, we're watching, and they're clearly rounding the bases, and nobody seems to be doing anything. <laughs> oh. 
The Marlins, Luis Arias is doing just about everything. He's still hitting 400 in late June. Do you know, 42 players have recorded a batting average of at least 400 in a single Major League Baseball season as of 2023. The last being Willard Brown of the Kansas City Monarchs and Artie Wilson of the Birmingham Black Barons in 1948. It's been that long. There's been 42, and it's been that long since the last one. Is that because we moved the mound or something? <laughs> you, fig- you figured it'd catch up. That's kind of like the triple crown, but that that went down. Um, yeah, I, that's it's pretty impressive. With uh, that, baseball has one of the most interesting stats that's still alive. Like that, that's crazy. You would think somebody. Somebody would, not even like a Mike Trout can. What hope is there for anybody else? 93, John Olerud chased 400 all the way to August 1st, setting 11 career highs in the process. He had his average up to 458 on May 1st. Um, August 2nd, he went one for four versus the Yankees. That was his last day at 400. His 93 season mirrors Ted Williams' 1941 season from May to August, almost exactly. Olerud ended the year hitting 368. Ted Williams ended up with 406. Williams went six for eight on September 28th in a doubleheader to jump back up over 400, like right at the end. That's awesome. It is. I mean, just crushing the baseball. Another athlete got fistered. Uh, Brent Rooker, an outfielder for the Oakland A's, stayed with the team at the Fister Hotel on the recent road trip to Milwaukee. He stayed there a few times and hasn't reported anything until now. This time, he says the TV was haunted. He said, "I'll have to, I'll have it on like Golf Channel, and I'll look down at my laptop when I look up. It's on QVC or some other channel. That's definitely not Golf Channel." He said he fell asleep and woke up at 4 a.m. It was off. Thought it was like a sleep timer. But then I woke up at 7.30, it was back on. So, ghost confirmed, and they hate golf. Hmm. I'm looking for something a little more concrete, like shit flying through the window, or like yeah. banging on the doors, or I guess. I mean, I could do that. When we were kids, we, we used to buy, uh, we bought a universal remote, and oh, we yeah. would go around the neighborhood, like changing people's channels through their window. Yeah, or maybe that's the situation. Maybe that's what he's got going on. Right, his his uh, teammates goofing on him in the next room. All right, fourteen minutes of baseball. That's all we get. Now it's time to talk about Zion Williamson. John, I made a bet this morning that uh, Zion Williamson will have a restraining order out on Miss Mariah Mills before the end of July. Is that like that's I'm a real thing that. you can bet? Yep, <laughs> I, I'm sure that's already in the Six process because she is. I mean, she went from, oh, gosh, what a train wreck to, oh, she's still train wrecking to, again, wow, even more, and then illegal. Yeah, you can't really, you know, blackmail an NBA player in broad daylight on Twitter and and then show the tax evasion uh, of $107,000 a month. And then just the torrid and graphic details in which she shared uh I think warrant uh, a restraining order alone, considering he's obviously, uh, yeah. Yeah. If you, if you want to read when keeping it real goes wrong, (laughs) go to, go to Mariah Mills on Twitter, uh, 18 plus only just so you know. Mariah Carey was crazy. She's not very ladylike. Is that what we're saying? I I won't comment, but uh, you know, 
she's a sex worker. So <laughs> you're going to get that when you pull up her web page. So uh, Zion didn't take it too seriously. And, uh, and he's paying the price for it. I, I think it's hilarious because this is exactly what the NBA is becoming. It's it's becoming a little bit too much of a sideshow. And even guys like Zion Williamson, who, does, other than this, has a perfectly clean record, other than he might be a little bit lazy. Um, he's just more drama. Everybody likes to compare it to Ja. Uh, I, these guys just need to get it together. They're getting too much money too early. That's the NBA right now. Yeah, life-changing money at 21 years old. Yeah, like, do they need to be more busy? Maybe they need to be more busy. They're not uh, busy. They need a hobby. He had, what about he had a big to-do list in recovering from his many injuries. Oh but when he shows up out of shape, again, it's uh, it's all concerning. So I feel bad. Um, he's you know he's not built for basketball, and yet he is a tremendous mm. basketball player. So he, there's a bit of a dilemma there. And obviously, he got a little distracted in the offseason started uh, rolling around with the wrong woman. And this is what happens. I I haven't seen anything like this. It's impressive. And I hope it continues. It just keeps going. It just keeps like. She just got a tattoo, supposedly. About the time you think it's done, she fires off some more stuff. I I don't understand how they're allowing it to keep going. I don't understand how it's like a train with no brakes. Everybody just stands around and watches. She did get the boot when she said, I'm going to leak your sex tape, which is just, wow. You imagine the double standard on that. If a guy said that to a woman, what what would happen? But she she did get shut down after that. And then so she took to Instagram and then showed a video supposedly of her getting a tattoo of Zion across her cheek. Yikes. Across her cheek, huh? Nice. Yeah, face tattoo. Well, at nice. least you can cover that up with a collared shirt, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's impressive. <laughs> Yeah. Nothing I, says love like a cheek tattoo. That's right. Yeah. It's yeah, been a fascinating also, story. And uh, yeah, it's the things people are willing to say when there's so much money on the line. I can understand, yeah. you know, the rednecks you went to high school with and you see what they post on Facebook. And you're like, good grief. But when that same person is also posting receipts of $107,000 a month to do unspeakable acts on camera. Uh, you, you tend to stop and watch. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you a watch. funny story. Oh boy. Here we go. Let's Speaking all sit of, on old coach's lap. <laughs> Gather so, around. So go ahead and grab your popcorn. Uh, this is one for the ages. So last week, uh, a couple weeks ago, I get an alert in the middle of the afternoon, one thirty, on my credit card. $5, five, five us American. From OnlyFans in the middle of the afternoon. So I immediately contact him. So you went on OnlyFans and did some research. I get no, I did not, (laughs) because that's exactly what I thought is how am I going to explain this? This is not something I did. This is obviously erroneous on all accounts, (laughs) you know? So I'm. I'm giving my driving lesson in the middle of the afternoon trying to figure out how I'm going to save my marriage. I'm going to just interject for a second. All you guys who might um, get in trouble for your OnlyFans, Coach might have a loophole for you. Keep listening. No, No, he's still in the doghouse. So I'm like trying to figure out like how. So I call the credit card company and I dispute the charge instantly. I'm like, this, <laughs> this like, is no, sir. no, sir. I will not be putting, having you this, put this on my bill. 
And so they dispute it and they tell me, well, you need to contact them and see how they got your information and do a further investigation. And so they, I'm like, well, then I go on their website to try to contact them and it looks worse. I'm like, no, I, you guys (laughs) contact them. And the guy on the phone from somewhere in a middle Eastern country is telling me, no, no, you have to contact them and find out what's going on. I'm like, I'm not contacting them. You don't understand. How do I explain this to you in a foreign country? This is, this is worse. If the more I have exposure, the worse it is. Yeah. I'm limiting damage. This is damage control. You don't want me to take it to five. (laughs) I said, it's only a matter of minutes before my phone starts exploding with what's this charge and things are getting real. And so (laughs) anyhow, so I convinced the guy in India that he needs to conduct his own investigation and I can't be a part of it. And so the whole time he's doing that, I'm wondering how in the world did this happen? I do you or do you not have a teenage son? <laughs> they have concluded their investigation and it was some sort of fraud and they've sent me a new card and we're back to Harmony. And then I go home and have to explain that I had this incident today in the middle of the afternoon. It's no good. It's no good. No, there's no good way to play it. Much nope. like waving a gun around on Instagram. John, was that a lighter the whole time? Is that what he's claiming? He he posted a video the next day where he was able to show a gun that was a lighter. Uh, at this point, it doesn't matter. It wasn't. He doesn't. He's not facing any legal problems as a result of it. It's not about breaking the law. It's what image are you trying to further here in the NBA? And whether it was real or not, flies in the face of the fact that it is a repeat offense. So. I, I like right I away. It was. I bet it was the same gun. It looked the same. You know, if he really had a backup plan or whatever, seems far fetched. I, I I don't know. I think it probably was, and he's just that dumb. <laughs> Could be. On the actual basketball, the draft took place. Weminyama went first. I don't think he's made a jump shot since. Uh, Brandon Miller went second, and then Scott. Scoot Henderson, not Scott. My brain wanted to say Scott because who the fuck is named Scoot? <laughs> this guy, Scoot Henderson to the Portland Trailblazers. And uh, Amin Thompson, Osar Thompson, Anthony Black. I've heard of him. There's a lot of uh, foreign players. Like, I don't remember yeah. some of these guys from the tournament. A lot of G League guys, too. Ah, G League. Yeah, that's where Scoot's from, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, he is. So, um, yeah, this would, uh, Yam is obviously going to go number one. Uh, people, people in Charlotte were mad about, about their pick, obviously with his baggage and everything, but honestly, he's probably going to be good. And if he can just move on, he got yourself a pretty good basketball player. And then Scoot, we'll see. Um, they were kind of the big three and it's the NBA draft. So after that, it's, it's a complete, Complete nothing, nothing yeah. falls off a cliff like the NBA draft. It's true. <laughs> but then you do find the gem, you know, in the late ra- late first round, maybe early second round, maybe. But those are so few and far between that yeah, the draft City has really become top they have, five. They have done a wonderful job at finding that guy. Mm. Who? Yeah. Who, uh, what's that guy's name? Dodge Dart? Lou. Like Lou Gantz. Dort. Dort. 
That's where it is. But I mean, if you go back and look, I mean, there's several of them. James Harden. I mean, a guy you guys might recognize, you know, Westbrook wasn't a a top, top pick, you know, I mean, all of those guys. Amazing. Yeah. 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 There's a, there are some, a lot of it has to do with the common thread with those is European. You don't have the same exposure. A lot of people. Sam Presti. A lot of people get. The guy's uh, got it figured out. He traded up, traded up from twelve to ten, uh, and and they, you know, people around here now, they don't even argue with him. They're like, oh my gosh, he must have seen something. So, yeah, yeah, I the West is going to be crazy next year, be, just with the changing landscape with Phoenix and Chris Paul. Then ended up at the the Warriors. The Phoenix is going to be stacked. Obviously, Denver's still stacked. Who knows what the Warriors are doing? They're like halfway through what appears to be a, a, a some sort of move because I don't know why they have six guards. But then the Kings are good. Who knows what the Lakers are going to be? The Clippers might <clears throat> finally live up to their uh, to their payroll. Um, it's it's going to be the AFC is basically the West and the NBA. Bucks drafted Drew Timmy. That's awesome. No, he was undrafted. Oh, that's so what's crazy. Yeah, they undrafted free agent. I, I looked that up. Yeah, it's funny. You a lot of guys you've never heard of got drafted, and then guys you couldn't get out of your brain during March Madness are undrafted free agents. That's wild. Green Dick. It's a hell of a name. <laughs> There's two Kobe's: Kobe Brown and Kobe Buffkin. Buffkin. I just teed that up for you, and you did nothing with it. I was I was I was scanning names. I missed it entirely. And I was all like, "Hey, that. Skip's here." Skip, Jordan Skip. Haber. What's up, Skip? Top of the <laughs> evening. John he Haber, just... law student slash NBA draftee. Have you guys heard about this? You see this? You hear about this? This kid at the University of Florida discovered a loophole through which he could become eligible for the NBA draft. He contacted the league, got his application filled it out he then got confirmation that he was uh eligible but then the list- so quit asking <laughs> then the list of eligible draftees came out and he wasn't on it so he contacted the league and adam silver like uh, hey wait a hey, minute <laughs> supposed to be on this list and they said oh you know what you're right and they put him on the list oh did he God. get drafted and drew timmy didn't <laughs> Highly doubt it. Hilarious. What a weird way to spend your time and energy, but I like it. Yeah. Bold. I like yeah. it. <laughs> I'm going to hang out. The, uh, part of the draft class. Yeah. 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 So He's wearing his, I'm sure that lawyer was wearing his best Brooks Brothers jersey or uh, suit, just ready to go. Shoes buffed. Described as an Five anime foot seven, enthusiast. 100 nothing. <laughs> Michael Jordan sold his majority stake in the Hornets. He played, he paid 275 million back in 2010. I don't think he's saying how much he sold it for, but I heard he made more money off this than he has from his shoes. I believe it. So he's a billionaire. Uh, I don't think all that billion came from his shoes. He's got a lot of businesses. Yeah. I mean, that kind of makes sense. You would think, uh, I don't know the valuation on the Charlotte Hornets, but that, yeah, 10, 13 year investment. That's awesome. Good for him because somebody else needs to own that team. Right. <laughs> yeah. Please. Never... Well, the, the odd thing about that was he sold the team, but one of the 
con one of the things in the contract was he still got to make the pick in this year's draft. Yeah, he, which was the weirdest on, thing ever on Brandon because he's so good right. at that. Quan right. I I didn't understand I that at all, and and I know a lot of people were were pretty bent about that. Uh, you know, I I don't understand why you would want to. Um, There'd be a huge reason to not buy it. Right. I mean, well, yeah. yeah. You're wanting me to buy the team, but you're going to go ahead and punch the ticket on next year's future. Yeah. yeah. I don't, hey. Hey, would you like to buy this Toyota Corolla from me? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> All right, but first I'm going to put a big wing spoiler on it and tint the windows purple. Right. Yeah, feel like. Not only that, but I get to I get to drive it drive it off some sweet jumps for about 30 <laughs> days before you get it. <laughs> sweet jumps. <laughs> Coors has found a way around the NFL's policy regarding players endorsing alcohol. Patrick Mahomes is starring in a TV ad with the Coors Light Bear. It's uh, it's just him hanging out with a bear. He talks about how it's the most refreshing bear. Um, everyone loves a bear out on the golf course. And Coors Light Bear is 0% adult beverage, 100% mammal. It's a pretty funny ad. That's that's genius. I thought that it was is, awesome. It is genius in marketing. It's it's that that right there is my hats off to uh, Coors, who clearly are cleaning up right now in the debris mm-hmm. uh, the field that is Anheuser Busch. <laughs> right. Yeah, they just followed up a home run with a grand slam. Now the bear will be a thing. Yep. You yep. know you're gonna move stuffed bears. This is gonna sure, be, be a dilly dilly like. Yeah, you remember oh. you remember that two weeks in the office when oh. every every chick who was trying to be a sports fan was saying "dilly dilly." <laughs> yep, dilly dilly. That was during the. That was also during the heyday of. More now, like, is dilly dilly a mating call now? At Mahomes, but I'm embracing him over the Coors Light bear. Kind of cool. I think dilly dilly overlapped with the Mike. Mike, guess what day it is? Mike Camel. And it had yeah. to be just a nightmare for white collar workers. It was at that point. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then uh, that's when Vanessa Black had uh, it's Friday. And oh uh, oh. Rebecca Black. Oh, yeah. Rebecca. Got- <laughs> it's okay. We don't hold that against you, John. So that was, uh, that was the gauntlet. That was the in and outs of a, of a Monday through Friday in 2013. We can, we can. Man, my my daughter hates it when I even bring that up. I'll say to her, like in speaking terms, I'll be like, it's Friday. It's Friday. You got to get down on Friday. Everyone's looking forward to the weekend. She's like, Dad, shut up. She gets angry. That's like good. That. Yeah. You got to do that once in a while. The things that, you know, piss your kid off. You got to do that because because I have I'm convinced they piss us off on purpose sometimes. Definitely. Speaking of bears. It's a rough way to go. Bear Mall's man having coffee. A 66-year-old man died in what appears to be an unprovoked bear attack in a wooded area in Arizona. Witnesses say he had been sitting having coffee at a table on his property where he was building his home. Uh, The attack happened on June 16th, according to a press release from the Yavapai County Sheriff's Office. Dragged him 75 feet down an embankment. Neighbors had to come out and shoot the thing for it to run away. Head on a swivel. How old was the man? 66. That's a good way to go. That's a great way to go. I mean, if you, so 66 is a little young, but to be honest, if I died by an animal killing me, I'll be happy as long as I'm 70 years old plus. 
That's a great way to go. You maybe think you have a chance up until you're dead, right? You'd be like, oh, no maybe. muss, no fuss, great story, uh, closed casket, home for dinner. <laughs> I like it. That's my kind. That's my style. He Golden was, he was ravaged by a pack of coyotes, doing what he doing what he loved. Infamous. That's right. But we like this guy. But what about that Cruisley Bear guy? Everybody made fun of him. I guess because he tried yeah. to live with them. Yeah, he was out there having conversations with them and hugging them and shit. Just crazy stuff he was doing. Would you rather now? Turns bad. Now I'm thinking about the sub. Would you rather be stuck in a sub at the bottom of the ocean knowing you're going to freeze or suffocate to death and no one's coming or be stranded out in outer space in the same situation knowing you're about to freeze to death and no one's going to find you? I think outer space is the better story. People aren't going to laugh at you. Plus, at least you get to see outer space. I, I actually had this conversation last night with somebody and I, you couldn't pay me enough money to go to space. That, that freaks me out. I get vertigo. I would lose my marbles within 20, 20 minutes. If, uh, if I thought something was just a little bit amiss, if I were floating above the earth, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't take long. I couldn't do either. I absolutely not. I, I could not. I, you can get me 50 feet below the surface of the water and I'd freak out. Water ain't great, but you at least have gravity to get your bearings. True. Yeah. Can you guys see this screen? I can tell you this real quick. There's a reason why God never let me have much money. Because if I was rich between cocaine and stupid shit to do, I'd be dead for sure. I'd do all that. Saved you from yourself. On drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't understand like some of the stuff I just don't even understand what why in the world people do what they do. I mean, why even if you had a ton of money or whatever, what's what's wrong with just, you know, like hitting the food court on a Saturday and enjoying your day? You gotta take a submarine. I mean, going to outer space, it just it's just like I got a ton of money, so I gotta come up with something weird to do. And it's not right. even that fun. I mean, yeah. it, go to go to space in a Volkswagen. That would be cool. Or <laughs> or or tie yourself onto an Acme rocket like the coyote used to do and and, and have it live on television. Now that would be cool. I mean, yeah. there's there's gotta be more to it. I don't <sighs> swim with the sharks. <laughs> yes. No, thank you. Jump the Grand Canyon like Evil Knievel did. When when people in the 80s and the 70s had more money than they knew what to do, they did cool stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, Evil Knievel made a living off of it. Yeah. Man broke every bone he had. Jump the Grand Canyon? Where's those guys? But six-year-olds do that today. Right. I I mean, I've never seen a six-year-old jump the Grand Canyon. (laughs) Well, you can't jump the Grand Canyon, bro, anymore. It's protected. Besides, motorcycles give up so much carbon emissions. We can't just be doing that. You can yep. do that if you want to do it. And and the fact that the fact that they would set it up to do it and it's illegal now makes it even cooler. Yeah. It's half the fun. Yeah. Totally badass. I have shared a screen that presents to you the evolution of Lord Stanley's Cup. I didn't know it started out as just a fucking punch bowl. Yeah. In 1893. (laughs) Before motor cars. Right? There weren't cars in 1893. 
When were cars? 1910? Something like that? Our our army was still on horseback at the beginning of World War One. So yeah, yeah, I I don't think it was a big. uh, No, there were no cars on the road. Yeah, that Yellowstone prequel is 1883. They're fucking doing a wagon train, dude. (laughs) And they're ten years later. They're playing (laughs) hockey championships. That's impressive. Then 1912 to 27, it went to the various ring iterations, which they were on the right track there. You can see it's basically a mini Stanley Cup that we have now. And then the stovepipe era was just wild. (laughs) They must have thought hockey was not going to go on very long or they were bad at math. (laughs) But they were adding like it looks about two inches every year. So it was going to become like the Stanley pole. Eventually, right. and then they they fattened it up to how it is now in 1957. How do they add names? Because it's always full of names. I know. Do they have to replace names? Because they, they have take, to have run out. They take the rings off. So if you go to the Hockey Hall of Fame, right, they have duplicate cups. So there's several cups. So the ring, when they fill it up, the ring comes off and goes on to the other one. And they build them that way. So I think it advances from the bottom to the top. That would make sense. Yeah. So pretty crazy. It's an ama- it's the most amazing trophy that ever was. Sports' it's greatest trophy. It Absolutely. is very cool. It is very Outside cool. the Paul Bunyan axe. <laughs> <That's, laughs> that should be a segment that we, we dive into another time. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Paul Bunyan's axe, the brown jug, all the shit these <laughs> – colleges fight over that yeah that's a good episode right there that weird over light up thing (laughs) there's a million of them yeah yeah there's a million of them did you hear about the guy who faked his own death and then showed up to his own funeral a uh belgian man has gone viral i'm i'm getting over the word viral after shocking guests by arriving at his own funeral in a helicopter very much alive he dragged his wife and kids into this they planned a funeral real deadbeat and they fucking like fake mourned for people i guess then mid-funeral this narcissistic smug son of a bitch shows up in a helicopter basically to say ha ha no you thought i was dead but i'm alive and i can see you're very upset by the fact that you thought i was dead so i mean we should hang out more (laughs) basically was his message like, see how upset you are? We should Let hang this out. Let be a more. lesson. Oh, I'm awesome. Not hanging out with me when I die for real. In a really... clip he posted on his TikTok account, because of course he's a TikTok creator. Um, he's tightly hugging a weeping man, accompanied by the caption, You got us. I swear I was crying and then I was shocked. Buddy, we love you very much. I'd never talk to this dude again. Exactly. I was just going to say that. I was like, if you want to ha- have everybody hate you forever and you're alone for the rest of your life, do that. In my mind, I see this guy showing up like Kenny Powers in the funeral scene <laughs> with the boom box on his shoulder <laughs> and, and, oh and, and then stopping the music in the middle and like telling everybody to shut up that he's about to drop some knowledge on them and That's you know, awesome. everybody kind of hugging it out and everybody like, what? How did this happen? <laughs> I don't know. That's how I see it playing out in my mind. The most egregious thing this guy did is he wasted a perfectly executed fake your death. You can do anything now. You want to be the guy everybody hates? Why are you not in the Caymans? 
Why are you yeah. not telling other people how you did it? I don't know. There's business not and there's business. there's leisure to be had. Come on, man. Right. Write yeah. a book. I faked my own death. DB All Cooper. You won. Here's how I did it. If I did it. OJ yeah. Simpson. Did it. Yeah. Sell me this pin. john said in the text thread last week he said this and i agree these super bowl rings have jumped the shark they all have meanings as to why there's 400 jewels on it now they open up like a music box or some kind of happy meal toy it's a pocket if you remember those (laughs) yeah it's like i open it up and then i can pull out the little toys you open this thing up and it's got uh this arrowhead stadium and there's, you know, a 609 round diamonds, 16 baguette diamonds, four marquee diamonds, 35 custom cut genuine rubies. There's uh, like a diamond for every touchdown they scored this year. There's a ruby for every, you know, fucking false start. It's 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 too much. That's so here's, too much. Here's what I want to know. Because the the market for every fan to buy the knockoff version is very high. So at a certain point, you can tell which owners are just like, okay, let's get the one that all the fans are going to want. And then we'll just make a shit ton of money off that. And then the players can just get the ones with the real diamonds. Because if you go back and look, it seems like a lot of the classy organizations have pretty subtle like rings you would actually wear. And then now we're getting into the place where it's like, oh, we could actually sell probably million dollars worth of these if we just sell cheap ones to the fans and they're the most gaudy disgusting yep. things and these all have loops on them like you're supposed to wear it on a chain it's not even a ring anymore it's a pendant at that right. point if it opens up it's a locket it's a championship locket it's true that's what you've got there i think the last hockey ring was it the last hockey ring came in a box like you open the box and then it showed there was like an actual like video thing going in the inside that showed highlights of them winning the championship, hmm. I believe. So it's not just the ring, it's the box it comes into. Out of control. Oh, it's a whole package. Well, Stefan Diggs, this thing escalated from a spat on the sidelines last season to Diggs leaving camp early for some mysterious non-football reason. Then rumors start to swirl that he wants more input on play calling. A fucking a wide receiver wants to call plays. Wait, no, maybe he's mad they haven't signed Hopkins after he restructured his deal. Whatever it seems to me, he has $70 million guaranteed. So you're being paid an infinite amount of money to put whatever this is to the side and play football. Isn't this exactly how he got out of Minnesota by throwing a tantrum and yeah, refusing is. to practice? He's such a bitch. Who, does he think he's Aaron Rodgers? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> we get a prima donna off. Right. Yeah. The bigger the money gets, the more, the more this is going to happen. It, that's, that's true. It, there is, I don't think there's really, a leg to stand on. The more you get paid, the more input you should have. I know all of those players think that's the case, but they're begrudgingly giving you that money based off of market value and their need for you to perform. They don't want your input. They don't care. You're a wide receiver, the notorious, most selfish, don't think past themselves position in all of sports. All you are is a sports car. You line up, you go, and then we'll throw you the ball and you just catch it. 
you don't have to know anything other than routes. You don't even have to block. You can fake that. So and other people have to do their job perfectly for you to even see a target. Yeah, you've got one job to do, stick to it, and it's not really scheming. It's not you're going to be your strength. But that's the whole thing is like I'm you're going to pay me all this money because I'm irreplaceable. I'm like I'm I'm amazing. I'm super talented. Uh, I'm like work like workable. No, you're not workable. You might be super talented, but you're not moldable. You're being if you're like that. Yeah. You're being totally the opposite of somebody who could get the job done because you're being an a-hole the whole time. It doesn't now make- now word around the campfire is he's available for trade if somebody brought the right offer. So maybe that this makes me a little worried about the Buffalo Bills. I'm starting to think the Miami Dolphins are gonna win the AFC East. Yeah, yeah, I think we're seeing really like cracks in the surface for the Buffalo Bills. They they have a great quarterback. They have an awesome wide receiver, solid culture, but they are not yeah, getting over the hump. Coach. And they don't seem to be better this year than they were last year. And last year wasn't good enough. I think I'll take the East Field right now. I think they needed to keep Brian Dable. Losing him may have been a real blow. The I don't East know. Field, I think you're muted. So you, you're going to take the East field. You get Aaron Rodgers and the dolphins. That's not a, and the Patriots. No, no, no. And I'll the take Patriots. the field against the dolphins right now. I don't, I don't, I don't. Oh, then you get Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers and Bill Belichick. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> if, if we're, we're going to go ahead and crown the, uh, crown the dolphins right now as the East champs, I'll, I'll take that money. That's going to be the most, make it to, to game 10. He'll be, going to be the most interesting division. Tyreek could be in jail by game 10. It's oh, a, I think, the I think it may happen before the season starts. Right. That, yeah, that he already is going to – you want to talk about an implosion of epic proportions. I mean, if you are a Dolphins fan right now, you live in a glass house, my man. They don't know because it. Because it's, it's, there's so many, uh, so many pendulums that could swing the wrong way for you uh, in so many ways. And, I mean, you know, a regular team has one or two things. The Dolphins have like a house of cards that literally are just all of them swinging on everything else. It, it I, I think the Dolphins are the most dangerous team to pick. And I know we're not to the uh, to the way too early picks here, but the Dolphins are are they they're they're a, they're a a juggernaut a juggernaut that is a powder keg waiting to blow up. If you want to go out on a limb this early before football season starts you want to get on a sturdy limb that you know you have a shot at yeah absolutely and, absolutely. and that is jordan love mvp <laughs> hall of famer it's Except over that Super that is Bowl not what champion. i was saying at all we are that tried is... and true since <laughs> yeah since yeah. the 1900 <laughs> it was last century <laughs> that there was also a... resembles one of those uh <laughs> log rolling contests i see on the ocho <laughs> there was an incident involving Tyreek Hill on Sunday in Miami, Florida. It started no. with two women in Hill's group on a charter boat. Then, uh, the victim's account in police report argument led to Hill slapping him on the neck. He slapped a guy on the can't, neck. Can't happen. That that just 
That I I find that hard to believe. The old neck, neck slap. Did he miss his face? He's not yep. tall enough to slap somebody on the neck. Get no. the fuck out of he here. was drunk and he missed his face. We right. still don't have a hard knocks team. This is not normal. It's <sighs> late June and we still don't know which team will be featured on hard knocks. They're all dug their feet in the sand. Nobody wants to do it. We all know it's going to be the Jets. So just tell the fucking Jets that it's the Jets and send your camera crews. Right. Bears, baby. I would not mind seeing the Chicago Bears. That would be good. That would be good. I'm going to tell you who it's going to be, gentlemen. They asked the Lions to do it again. Angela, It's going to be the Buccaneers. And a guy you might recognize named Baker Mayfield. Barf. Oh, boy. (laughs) It's the Jets. The Packers don't make the playoffs this year. They're guaranteed to be the hard knocks team next year. Let me tell you about the Packers. The Packers, the Packers are coming with Jordan Love, okay? Jordan Love. And their wide receiver, Christian Watson, has got a bigger upside than Jefferson, I heard on the Facebook. Oh <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. I mean, you can't commit to the bit. I saw I that this morning, and I couldn't hardly. I mean, like, I was like, somebody... Seriously got up this morning over coffee and posted that with a serious face. You know what pisses me off is when you spend time to come up with well-crafted sports takes and you give out like these opinions or you write articles that are well thought out and everything spelled correctly. And then some guy just tweets Christian Watson has a higher ceiling than Justin Jefferson. He gets more interaction on that tweet than you have in your entire natural life. Yep. Well, uh, the big excitement that dropped recently, somebody happened to mention in uh, Viking territory was that everyone should be really excited this year because Kirk Cousins has the same play caller for the second time um, in a row, which has never happened his whole career. And so wow. that should give everybody an edge. Okay. Boy, the coaching he's turnaround. He's had a new Kevin. OC every time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's crazy. Kirk and Kevin are really firing on all cylinders. They're so watch based, out, Coles. They're based. I don't understand what Minnesota is doing. Aaron Rodgers is gone. The division is up for grabs, and they're like, let's get rid of basically everyone so we can pay Justin Jefferson. Right. I don't know if that's going to work out. Right. And what if Kirk is in his ear like, dude, you should play on the tag for two years. That's what I did. Look how much I got. Imagine how much you'll get. I don't think anybody's listening to Kirk. <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> Sorry. Netflix announced a new docuseries called Quarterbacks that looks similar to Full Swing, but for football. They followed Marcus Mariota, Kirk Cousins, and Patrick Mahomes around with cameras all last year. So we'll get to see all that footage and neatly packaged one hour episodes starts they, july they 2nd. really picked the dorks for the first season yeah. huh they, yeah. they didn't they didn't want to go no. into any drama or anything well i guess mahomes has his drama but drama uh from the player himself it's like wholesome I, I, stuff i'm interested but i probably won't watch because it's gotta be boring like in general yeah you want to follow around quarterbacks i'll watch that and then you hear the list and you're like i think i'm busy yeah. that night it's funny to listen to cousins though because he'll be it sounds like when he's playing with his team on sundays it sounds like he's coaching like um little league or something where he's like way to go buddy you did that yeah it's like, it's, it's like justin you Jeffers, like that like, you like that you like that buddy <laughs> <Ooh-wee>. <laughs> he's so funny though it's so oh, dorky 
Uh, this guy's like the uh, the anti Kirk Cousins. Antonio Brown's Arena <laughs> League team um, has been booted from the league from the National Arena League after just three months due to a quote financial fiasco. They say after exhausting all avenues, the National Arena League Board of Owners have decided unanimously to terminate the membership agreement of the Albany Empire. The decision was reached after an emergency conference call of the members in good standing. The members in good standing are allowed to be on this call, not you. Um, (laughs) And they discussed the Empire's failure to pay their league mandated and overdue assessments. This guy just does not pay his bills. He doesn't pay <laughs> caterers. He doesn't tip waitresses. He doesn't even pay fucking league dues for teams that he owns. Hey, did you see he activated himself as a player and he gave <laughs> an interview about himself being the owner and how he was signed to save the team? It was... The most bizarre yet comical thing I've seen recently. It was uh, you, if you get a chance to check that out, Antonio Brown activates himself and interviews uh, about the team that he owns. Oh, nice. He's so crazy. He That's definitely awesome. is out there. We need to study his brain. I, I, I think, know. It's uh, the CTE right now. Psychological theory of id and ego, and I would imagine that he has his brain is zero percent id and one hundred percent ego. It's kind of like Kanye. It's like it's. Yeah. I'm not surprised, but you do something weird in a different way every time. That's kind of impressive. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> impressive. Like he keeps coming up with harebrained schemes. How's Elon, Elon Musk, who owns Twitter. Threw the first jab online when he responded to a tweet about Zuckerberg owned Meta, the parent company of Facebook, when he reportedly said he was going to launch a Twitter rival called Threads. And then he started talking shit about Facebook and Meta. He said, I'm sure Earth can't wait to be exclusively under Zuck's thumb with no other options. And then when a follower told Musk to be careful because Zuckerberg does jujitsu, <laughs> Musk replied, I'm up for a cage mask if he take cage match if he is LOL. Zuckerberg then said, send me the location. Then Elon sort of joked about a move called the walrus where he lays there and doesn't do anything. I think that's when he realized I listened to Zuckerberg on I think the Lex Friedman podcast. Yeah, I still think he's an alien or some sort of robot, but he definitely not- trains jujitsu. He would fuck Elon Musk up. Elon needs to not do this. Yeah, the schoolyard um, tactics. Um, you know, you get a little puffy in the chest. You start saying, "Yeah, I would," thinking the other person wouldn't want to fight. Then you realize that he would fight. And you're like, "Oh, I'm just kidding. My best move is the walrus. It'd be an embarrassing show forced by me." Like, he shouldn't have said anything to start yeah. with, man. He's got your milk money now. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The fight. The fight actually takes place. DraftKings Sportsbook director Johnny Avello. Aveo, Aveo, Aveo. He said he'd make Zuckerberg a minus 160 favorite over Musk plus 140. Minus 160 on a guy who knows jujitsu versus a guy who doesn't. That'd be the best bet of your life. Um, <laughs> Zuckerberg 39 is reportedly 5'7 and 154. Musk 51 is reportedly 5'11 and 180. If he's, he's 180, he is and I am, in no. his bra. He's all, he's 200 plus. Yeah, no, um, he's not 180. Nope. <laughs> I, I, but you know, we should start this thing. Um, if you're a billionaire, if you are obligated to every year box somebody for charity, yeah, and then like we'll that. all watch it. 
well, like that a lot. You know, guys, I I I don't know about that because you know Musk. As as I'm doing a little research on this, uh, Musk holds a little bit of uh, martial arts training himself. He's a jujitsu guy himself. What? Um, I want to say I don't know what belt sandbagging he is. son of a bitch. <laughs> yep, he has done a little sandbagging himself, and uh, he is definitely a Bra- Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy too. Um, wow. He's he offered to fight Putin. Oh, yeah. He offered to fight Putin, <laughs> who is a who is a also a mixed martial arts uh, student, and he offered Just to like fight Kim him Jong-un. to end the war on Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> and that didn't work out. So, uh, nope, nope. You know, why, why not challenge Zuckerberg? He's bigger. And I if you he think you can take Putin pretty right. confident. And I, hey, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, nobody wants any part of Putin. Right. <laughs> Putin didn't become the man over there because he was uh, the tallest. He, hey, he's a nope. bad cat. <laughs> He's a bite your kneecaps guy. He yeah. runs with some bad boys. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely he definitely uh, runs with some bad boys. He he probably ran with the corn pop for a while. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. All I'm saying named- is, I want to see a billionaire fight. I will pay. I'd pay fifty bucks to yeah. watch these two if it was a legit fight and there was a- billionaire versus a billionaire. I, I just yeah definitely yeah, I, I want to see how much they these guys have uh, let's see it according to this article bucks. musk has trained in brazilian jiu-jitsu he also has experience in kyoshin taekwondo and judo Ooh. meanwhile putin on the other hand is a black belt in judo yeah. even co-authored a martial arts book um, and a cold-hearted bastard. Yeah, he, he also uh, has like yeah. a poison dart that he'll stab. But I, I did read that uh, Zuckerberg has competed in um, jujitsu tournaments recently. I mean, he is honing his skills. That has some fox catcher vibes. If you've ever seen that creepy movie, <laughs> yep. where they're just taking the fall. Oh my yep. gosh, that's got fox catcher written all over it. And if you want, if you want to ruin a Sunday, watch that. The fox catcher it's it's captivating but it is it's gross just yeah. uh it's michael Strout, like you've never seen him before it's a story of the dupont family and which is incestuous and weird and all that they had kind of an offshoot it's brother. like a weird vision quest and now they had an offshoot brother that wanted to wrestle and got really into it was super manipulative creepy odd and then he would hire these really good like olympic style wrestlers to wrestle and then take a fall and just the way it's acted and everything, it's just so gross and grody. It's, it's like it's like elitist white, uh, incestuous DuPont family. It's a want to take history. a shower after you watch it type yeah. movie. I needed a palate cleanser. A guy named De La Canal from Argentina rose to fame as a vegan influencer who has more than 455,000 followers on Instagram. He says he turned his back on his non-meat-eating regime by going straight to McDonald's after he he was angered by animals following an attack by a dog. He said uh, he told the Argentinian media that he instantly gave up being a vegan after the dog bit him feeling betrayed by the animal kingdom. Speaking of dogs, now you can get a robot dog with a freaking flamethrower attached to its freaking back. It's the Boston Dynamics looking robot dogs we know and love. 
But now they have a tank and a nozzle that can produce a 30 foot stream of fire. So that's comforting. What's the price? Do we have a price? I don't know how much. Is it, if, as long as it's priced out of a rednecks. Uh, if it's the rednecks are priced out, I'm okay with that for now. Yep. But I got my eye on you, Boston Dynamics. Yep. <laughs> you got to keep an eye on these robots. Hold up. The problem with your idea of the rednecks are priced out. You've the trades really actually are starting to pay a little bit. So, Oh yeah. Yep. We are going to have to make that a number. That's, that's like, actually you can't get to (laughs) some of these guys. And Hey, if a Republican gets in the office and they kick that oil field off, we're going to see a lot of dogs with flamethrowers. <laughs> if you know how to, if you know how to make or fix things, you're becoming a very valuable person as more and, and more people don't know how to do shit. Exactly. And I'm okay with dogs with flamethrowers as long as it's not controlled by a Boston Dynamics CPU. That's exactly. creepy. Yeah, we saw Skynet. That, that's a real thing. <laughs> that's a thing. Yeah. So. If you're a little stressed out over rogue bears or robot dogs or Skynet, go to cannonbloompharmacy.com. They'll help you find exactly what you're looking for if you don't know, even if you don't know what you're looking for, whether you have aches and pains, you can't sleep because robot dogs or you're a real dog is scared of thunderstorms. Cannabloom Pharmacy has safe and effective natural products to help your situation. Go to Cannabloom Pharmacy with an F.com and enter code PSR to get 10% off of your purchase today or go see them at 2770 East Sumner Street in Hartford, Wisconsin. Tell them we sent you. You'll save 10%, maybe maybe 20%. I don't know. I'm not going to make claims. You can see our future Studio 2.0 in there. We're going to be uh, doing some shows from Cannabloom Pharmacy. Not sure what we're going to name it yet. HQ2, the Pleasure Centers. I don't know. <laughs> the Fungin? Yep. The Fungin. The fu- the fungin like dungeon but fun a lot better like than it. Jack Shack so much more room for activities thank you everyone for listening downloads and reviews do mean a lot we appreciate every single one of them head over to patriotsportsnow.com for all our latest goings on type Patriot Sports into all your search bars follow us on the Twitter at PSRNTWK just like you'd see it on a license plate until next time be good to each other Chris kick the outro music You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.